Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us and discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and I am so excited about today's interview. Today I have Debbie Novianti. She is an Indonesian who lives in Hong Kong for the past 25 years. She is a access consciousness bars facilitator, an access consciousness body process facilitator, and an access consciousness facelift facilitator, and has a master degree in human rights. Debbie works in an institution that promotes equality in Hong Kong, and she has been using access tools in introducing equality and inclusion in Hong Kong. Thank you for being here, Debbie. Thank you, Sarah, for having me and for inviting me to be here today. I'm super excited to hear more about what you're creating out in the world because what I read was that you have a friend that refers to you as having an insane natural high energy. And that is something that I am accused of all the time. So I can't wait to hear more about what it is that you're excited about right now. (laughs) So basically, I am excited about life in general. Like every morning, I... I wake up and I says like, oh my God, this is another morning. And also like one of the part of that uh, I'm excited about life is I always know what I would like to create in the world and knowing what I would like to create in the world is give me, give me going because like, you know, even when some challenges happen and I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, like a small things, you know, along the way, but you know, I have, I have these big things, you know, I, I want to create these and I think it will be great. Um, you know, even though like I always ask questions along the way, like, okay, is this still valid? You know, but it just having this um, idea of what I would like to create, it just excites me. It just um, make me feel like, oh, you know, there's, I don't know, like it just, I have this really uh, great enthusiasm for life. And and I remember like my office, uh, my colleague one, one day in my office said to me like, Davy, you are annoyingly happy every morning. You just come like, yeah because why you know like it's a big world out there and so much fun so much things to do so much uh, things to see and and why would not you get excited about that (laughs) yeah I can perceive the possibility fire that burns in your blood woman I am so excited and grateful to receive that from you today Um, Have you always been like that? Have you always woke up happy and joyful and excited to, to create during the day and see what else is possible? So, um, well, generally, generally speaking, probably like my, uh, you know, like Gary, one Gary, not Gary Dane, the, the, the founder of, no, the co-founder of access consciousness. Um, he probably says like, he normally says like, Oh, I'm ADD, ADHD. So I probably, uh, like that. Like I come with the burst of the energy, like, uh, even when I was small and I remember my mom says to me, like, can you stop being silly? You know, like, because I just keep doing things. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of energy, but I think recently, so it's, it's an evolution. So in the beginning I come with the, a lot of energy, but then when some things bad happen and I will be like depressed and then I go again, like really high. Uh, but, you know, recently I've been really uh, st- stable, happy and high uh, because I just feel resourceful. Uh, so I think that's make a big difference. Yeah. 
And, and with the year that we've had um, with 2020, um, somebody who is resourceful, who is looking for possibilities, who still creates in their day, who is excited when they come into work, what tools have you used to maintain that or continue to be that in such like, different times? So, um, yeah, actually like this year, is actually one of my great year, <laughs> you know, like, and I know sometimes I feel guilty of saying that, like people say like, oh my God, like a lot of people die and things like that. But I really uh, blossoming and I, I think I really grow within this year. Um, so I asked myself like, okay, so what can I be a difference? Now, the thing is this, I am different than everyone else. Um, so in the, in, the, in the office also, like because I'm Indonesians um, and I, one of the things that I'm different is like, I always express my opinion. And I always have a lots of idea and I normally uh, a way beyond everyone else. So like when I say this idea, people like look at me like what she's talking about. And and sometimes it can be very frustrating because like two years, three years later, people then, you know, uh, take up this idea and they totally forget that I'm actually saying it three years ago. So um, so that can be frustrating. But with the pandemic, people like, Oh, we don't know how to operate anymore because things change. But I have I always have a lot of idea and I, you know, I'm, I'm really creative thinking. So I so I said to my office, look, you know what? We can do this. Oh, uh, no, uh, we cannot do, we cannot, we will do webinars. So we do this. Do, you know, so we actually redesign a lot of things. So I just finished my appraisal a couple of months ago, and I have the nicest thing ever written in my appraisal because I start. And I initiate a lot of things in my office because I'm being different. I'm and I'm, you know, not hesitate on expressing opinion, and I'm not afraid of, you know, being seen as different. So, so that's that. And number two is like I, uh, you know, like we we halfway work from home. So I always ask myself, okay. Um, so the first one is who does this belongs to? Because when everyone buy toilet paper in Hong Kong, everyone buy rice. And I was standing in the supermarket and I was like, oh my God, shall I? It's look at empty shelf, right? And I was like, do I really have to buy this toilet paper and then and rice now? And then I asked myself, okay, do I really believe that uh, Hong Kong will have no supply of toilet paper and no uh, no rice? And I said, no, I think we will have, a, you know, we will continue to have a supply. And I realized this is how we pick up from other people, uh, thought, feeling, and emotion. And this is a collective Hong Kong, you know, like majority Hong Kong fear that they're going to run out of toilet paper. And I said, no. So I, I never uh, stock up. Like I do have what I have enough for for a week, you know, like or two weeks, but it never stops. Some people like stock up with like the whole wall, you know, full of toilet paper. So that's that. So the tools that I use, like I always check during, especially during the pandemic, when the fear high, who does this feel be, belongs to? Is it mine or this is the collective uh, consciousness that people fear about something? And also, I ask myself now since I have time, what would I like to create in my life? What will I? I'll always want to learn, but I never have time before. So actually I went back to study. I took my, you know, I took my uh, another another degree, not degree, but you know, like post certificate degree. That's something that I really interested on in, in um, corporate social responsibility. Um, and I create 21 days of uh, energy pulse with my friend. Um, so 
I do a lot of stuff that keep me going and it's actually keep me exciting because then I have all the time uh, to actually to think about the future and to, to prepare myself even more for the future creations. Well, in our pre-interview, we talked a little bit about how choice creates your future and that how how you show up in the world and how the community feels like they know you before they even go to hire you. Um, because you're always willing to share where you stand openly. Um, and then what you said was, yeah, I, I be this way in the world. I choose to basically be me, share what I'm aware of. And then when somebody wants to hire me, that's already out there and they know who, who they're hiring or who they're nominating for things. So I wanted to know if you could talk a little bit about the future that you're aware of when you create that way that invites greater possibilities to show up on your doorstep. So, so actually, I always okay. So I always interested in uh, in equality, in uh, gender empowerment, and all of that, uh, because what happened is when I moved to Hong Kong, I actually follow my ex husband who's Hong Kong Chinese, and then um, and then we broke up after twelve years. So by statistic, I never live. I never live abroad before I never uh, study abroad before I don't even speak English that well so by statistic it's like I should be miserable and uh, go into poverty and all these things but then I managed to overcome all of that so I really passionate about empowering people uh, and this is the whole journey and learning access is also about access consciousness is about empowering people so one of the things that I um that I notice is then that I believe in like, if if we are being ourselves. So when I go to meeting, when I work in NGO, uh, I earn very little and I have to pay the, the bill and I have to pay for children's school and all of that. Uh, but then I realized that if we are truly, so if I go to meeting, I always express myself, uh, even though it, I always ask questions, even though sometimes it's make other people uncomfortable. But then when I actually tell my questions, because when you ask your question, you can actually, people can actually see how you think uh, by your questions and where you stand at. So when, when I ask questions and I express opinion and I'm, uh, I'm not, uh, and I also tell people that, um, you know, I told one of my colleagues that, yeah, actually I am looking for a new job. So I'm willing also to be vulnerable to say that, yes, I'm willing to, uh, I'm actually looking for a new job because my son will move in, you know, to my house. And with that, I need uh, a work that have actually pay me a better salary because then I have to pay domestic workers to look after him when I'm working. So all of that and suddenly like by willingness to 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 be vulnerable and i have people just like oh you know here it is here's uh there is this opening here and i think you are you will be um you will be appropriate to apply and get that job and in the meantime because i am being myself and i am openly saying like this is what i believe in and this is what i like to create in the world um, so then when the job come, everyone just think of me, like people, a couple of people just think of me. So when I apply job, they actually have one positions and 500 people apply for that job and they end up create two positions because they want me and they, they want to hire someone else that good at 
uh, writing and journalism. So they actually like strangle, you know, like and and create two positions. So with that, um, I truly believe that um, you know the world is feel uh, full of possibility. It's actually we are limiting ourselves with you know, what we think is not possible, but then, hey, you know, like the test big world out there. And, you know, why we limit ourselves of what we think we cannot do uh, when there's actually a lot of magic, a lot of possibility, and you will never know probably what happened in the in the back end of, of the other party. So, you know, so why stopping yourself? So I just like, you know, I remember uh, when I applied that job, you know, like I feel excited about that job because like, oh, my God, if I if I get that job, you know, like um, that will be wonderful. Da, 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 da. So. So, yeah. So I think uh, that's really important to keep this enthusiasm in life because, uh, you know, like uh, as we always uh, talk about like joy, like m- possibility always follow joy. So so that's that. Speaking of possibility and joy, I'm told you have been nominated for a very beautiful creation called Dear Hong Kong. Will you share a little bit about that? So Dear Hong Kong is actually a a book project that uh, selected different uh, nationality to represent. So one person represent different nationality that contributing to Hong Kong as a whole. So, um, So I will speak from the Indonesian community. And I know the other people that pick is like, get picked is actually like, like let's say Pakistani, he's a person with a disability, but then he he actually uh, an athlete. Uh, so there is refugees that cre- that actually create his her own um, production house or like agency for modeling. So Dear Hong Kong is a project that um, selecting people from different nationality that contributing to Hong Kong society. So I got picked again because um, nominating but with one of uh, NGO colleague because uh, in from Indonesian community, 160,000 of us uh, in Hong Kong, a majority is domestic workers. When I say majority, it's probably like 150,000. So the normal resident, the normal resident ordinarily reside in Hong Kong. It's about 16,000. A lot of portion of that community is probably maybe working as a, a professional in like in a profit company. But majority of Indonesian in Hong Kong, they work in a non-profit company that serve their own community so i got picked because i serve the largest community in hong kong for all hong kong um, and also uh, my institution is one of the largest institution in hong kong in that regard um, and also because i'm out there like so you know it's hard to not to notice me <laughs> like it just, um, yeah so i'm i'm really happy to show myself as as who I am, and I don't feel embarrassed. I don't feel shy, um, and I do a lot of things. So, like, yeah, I'm really. I will say I'm quite, you know, out there. I don't know what you know. Like, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is I saw on one of your Facebook posts a quote from Dr. Dane here, the author of the Being You Changing the World book and co-creator of Access Consciousness. 
Um, the quote was, how much fun can you have if you no longer had to prove you are normal? So what I love about everything you're saying is that you are not trying to prove that you're normal and stepping so much into being you and being the gift that you be in the world. And I'm so grateful to be on this interview with you right now. Um, so I wanted to also tap in before our time is up here on what you know about unconscious bias. Okay. So unconscious bias is something that I, unconscious bias training is something that I need to do uh, for my work. In the beginning, I don't know what unconscious bias is. So I actually have to sit to learn about what is unconscious bias. And then I find out that uh, through the training that our brain have two components. One is conscious mind and subconscious mind. Subconscious mind can able to process or to absorb 11, 11 million byte informations per second. When actually our conscious mind or logical mind can only, um, can only absorb about 40 to 60 byte informations per second. So a lot of informations that actually we capture, we keep it in our subconscious mind. And this is where unconscious bias happen. Unconscious because we don't know it's there and it's a bias. So for instance, like, you know, there's like people identify 178 uh, unconscious bias. For instance, like if you know someone from the same city, you, you suddenly become warmer because, oh, you know, like, oh, you, you are going to the same university. Oh yeah, you know, like, and you're warmer compared to the others. Uh, so we have this kind of biases and that's why you know, like I, I really appreciate when I learn access consciousness, we actually have names to it. Like, you know, Gary normally says like, oh, when you're thinking, you are thinking, you're stinking because, you know, this subconscious mind, it just ca can come up immediately uh, without, we are knowing uh, that we are using it, sub you know, like information that been happened in the past, probably because we've been taught when we are small. Um, might not have any relevance to the current situations, but because it's there, it's available. So it just come up uh, instantly. So one of the things that uh, I learned and I really stick me in access consciousness is about creating the world without separations. So when we have, and when I learned this access, con you know, uh, unconscious bias, and it just actually click me like oh this is actually what Gary and Dane trying to create a create the world without separations because when we have unconscious bias we eliminate people because we think like I don't like the way this person dress up or I don't like her hair has I don't like her skin I don't think I, I like you know this person so this is actually um this is actually the way, so this is actually the way we actually separate ourselves from others. Uh, and, and when I learn about uh, access consciousness, then I put this into my training. So I normally say, like, look, you know what? Um, if you are, if you are having a bias towards people, then you actually create separation between you and your in the other people. And if you are creating separation with others, then it means you cannot receive from that person. And people suddenly get it because when we talk about unconscious bias, you have to be nice to people. You have to realize, make sure that you are not excluding people. People normally, uh, some people can say that, well, this is my, uh, my right because I decided who I like, who I, I don't like. But when we actually talk to people like by by actually enforcing dislike or dislike by some unknown reason, 
uh, without asking questions, whether this is actually something that warranted or not, you actually cut down on your own receiving. So, so, so that's that. So, so then people say it's like, oh yeah, people want to receive more, and therefore then they are, they are more willing to, to be aware of what uh, happening in their head, and with their own biases. Yeah. And I, I love what you say there about the importance of asking questions and how we use questions to open up spaces that we might not be aware of with this unconscious mind and. Um, don't even realize that our functioning in the background with all the programming, creating what we think we can choose, how we think we should treat people or not treat people, what choices are available to us in regards to like possibilities. And that, that the subtlety of the unconscious bias um, and the programming is actually a lot of the places where we limit ourselves so greatly. So so Debbie, I ask everybody on this podcast one question before we close, and that is, this podcast is called The Power of Being You. If you were to write our show description, what would you say The Power of Being You is? Okay, so if I'm going to write a description of the shows, I will say this shows is to show, uh, this shows is um, a podcast to inspire people to be to be fully themselves, to acknowledge their abilities and their uh, potential because everyone has their own unique potential. Uh, a lot of people try to be the same, look the same with, with everyone else. I'm actually, you know, because I have to tell you the truth, I'm telling my children to be as different as they can be, as who they are, because there is a power in being you because if you are different, it means you're unique. Will you will stand up amongst the crowd? Why would you like to be the same with everyone else? And you just be like the average, the normal, and you will be the same. But then if you are being you and you will be able to stand out, people will be able to recognize you. And with that uh, potency, there's a lot more that you can create for yourself and for the people around you. So being you, the podcast that inspire you to embrace the whole you. <laughs> That's how I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. And Debbie, if people want to find out more about what you're up to, will you share with us where they could find you? So uh, people can check my Facebook, uh, my Facebook name, Devi Sharif. Um, or I have normally put my announcement in uh, Access Consciousness Indonesia. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And we will see you next week on another episode of The Power of Being You. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to The Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?